0: I want to thank you all for coming back to Arts for All Kentucky Stories. My name is Sam Kirby. I'm excited to host again, and I'm excited to have Dallaire with
1: me again. Hi there, everyone.
0: Co-pilot there. Um, Before we get started, we'd like to thank the Kentucky Arts Council and...
1: The Kentucky Department of Education, Office of Special Education and Early Learning.
0: Dallaire is... So good at getting through that.
1: <laughs> I've and had a lot I'm, of practice, and I'm not.
0: <laughs> so uh, we're we're excited to kick this one off. Um, we've got a uh, Patel here with us. Preetesh, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Well, we're excited. We actually started the podcast more or less before starting the podcast by me trying to get a little bit of insight into your relationship with the organization, how you kind of came by Arts for All. So just to kind of get our wheels turned in here, kind of take us back through that that story of. Know, how how you first became you know uh in the know of of arts for all and building that relationship
2: with yeah them. um so visiting a local shop uh t bayou which is no longer there but was a nice little um cafe on the square and we were just about to be in the opening phase of the hotel sink and we saw the unique artwork in there and i saw the beautiful labels that Dallaire puts on all the pieces so we contacted them and uh, Dallaire was kind enough to bring pieces out there so we can hang them and obviously tell us at the right level we should hang pieces for eye contact and uh, so we didn't want to be a cookie cutter hotel and we didn't want to have cookie cutter art pieces in there so we had the best thing. We had side by side pieces. So And
1: ho- the hotel sink is not a cookie cutter yeah. hotel. I appreciate it is that. a boutique hotel with that is very unique.
0: Yeah, paint that vision for us of like why why Hotel Sync needed some not cookie cutter artwork. Like the what the oh. the vision for the space and why you needed that.
2: Well, we wanted the hotel to not be cookie cutter. So, uh, you know, I don't think anybody would walk in there and say that. So, thank you for agreeing with that, Delaire. Um, but it was more important to connect people locally, right? Like you're coming there what's your experience? What are you going to take back to tell people that you, where you stayed, where you ate and things like that? Like if they went downtown and were at T-Bayou and they're like, oh, we saw this great little local coffee place. Or now if they went to Spencer's or Gerard's Tavern, we want them to have the same say about their hotel experience. We don't want them to say, hey, we stayed at this XYZ brand and that was it. I think they want to have a reason to tell their friends about something. So they want to, come, we're like, you know, let's go there. We heard about this great hotel. We heard about this great restaurant in that town. We heard about, you know, different things, different activities that aren't just what's here in our area. Let's go to a different area and try it. Mm-hmm.
0: So to you, it's it's really important that the, the local art, like, kind of speaks to a place. Why Why do you yeah. think that is? Like, why the local, being on the mission for that local art?
2: Well, I'm on the mission for it because I think Delaria... Delaria is not just providing art. She's providing an outlet for um, children with disabilities. I'm not sure if this Shakespeare behind bars is still continuing, but different outlets to different groups, adults and children with disabilities. And, I mean, art essentially is something like, if we could all do it, how amazing or creative would we be, right? I mean, we all have a little bit of creativity, but, but the more opportunity we give to kids, um, I think, the more creative and better place we could all live in.
1: You know, I just remembered since we started this conversation that our first project together was a partnership with Life Skills Industries, and we created some large-scale paintings uh, for, is that the lobby? The lobby area that were, we we got some information from you, like... Um, logos themes ideas that you wanted to express about your your place and we took them back and we created a design and adults who are at life skills industries uh, working came and painted it painted it with me and we created um Gosh, was it three large paintings?
2: Three large pieces.
1: And that's how we started yep. was with those. And we paid those artists at Life Skills Industries to do the work that they did. And so that 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 was a good thing. That was, you know, on different levels. And I think then that's what led to the smaller scale work done by children from side by side, the student traveling exhibit, and our Arts for All collaborations. So uh, um, it's it's gosh, how long has it been going on now?
2: Ten plus years. Yeah, dating ourselves a little bit here. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: What I what I like about your your angle coming to it is that on the on the podcast we've had so many people that are like teachers or students or but like you were more on like the wow look at this art like side of it to then kind of make your way into the into being involved with the organization a little more. So it's, that's kind of neat. Like, what what stood out to you about the art that you were seeing? Is just unique, the quality? Like, did do you, do you remember? Was it a variety of things? Like,
2: It's a variety of things, but I think I'm just maybe a little envious. I was like, I wish I had the skill to create something so unique. I mean, any of the side-by-side pieces that we have, or you walk by and you look at and you're like, wow. The thinking behind that or how, like, you know, they came about it. It's just kind of amazing and unique stuff. It's not just painted. Sometimes it's papers put together to create, I guess, a mache, maybe. I don't know all the proper art terminology. But when you look at it, you're just like, I could stand here and look at it. And, I, you know, people just come in the lobby and do the same thing. They look at it and they're like, this is really neat. I want to take this with me. And they do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were telling me earlier that people buy the art or and then you make a donation to, to Arts for All. Or they, they buy mm-hmm. it from either of you, both of you, like so in, in some form or fashion.
2: Yeah. They, you know, they can see something on the wall in their room or they might see it in the lobby or by the pool table upstairs. And they're like, you know what? They, I think the most memorable one that I have is that somebody saw a train on the wall and they're like, you know, my grandson loves trains and this would be a great souvenir to take back for him. And they just literally took it off the wall. And, you know, they have the option they can give us the $50 and we go on to the Arts for All website and make the donation. Or they can just go on the Arts for All website, make the donation, and take it home with them. And they just, it's the best souvenir possible. And they're supporting a local organization by doing that. Mm -hmm. So
0: past the art, getting into, like, how it's created, like, what have you, I guess, discovered or learned about the organization over time? Like, at that point when you were bringing... You know, the art in, like, because you're, you're involved with the board now, right? So I am. You're, yeah, so you, you've been able to dive deeper and deeper into the organization. Like, why do you think an organization like Arts for All and what it does is so important?
2: Uh, I think it's always great to give back. But, you know, the easiest thing somebody could probably do is write a check. But Delair has to do all the heavy lifting, getting grants, finding the money making the programs happen, supporting the the artists that are out there in the community, going to the schools and stuff like that. And, you know, whatever small contribution I can make to that bigger mission, I'm happy to do. But, you know, they're the ones out there making the difference.
1: Well, thank you. Thanks no. a lot. <laughs> and I have to say, you're making a difference, too, at Hotel Sink. Because Hotel Sink is a green facility, isn't it?
2: We try to be, which is you know i i guess we're not moving a mountain overnight but if we can if we can move it piece by piece that'd be that'd be really nice are if, you
1: still harvesting rainwater?
2: we are yeah yeah we it's it's not a diffi- easy task but we're we're still doing that and we're going to try to do that in other places too so it's that
1: is so cool and then you've just opened another business or another facet of your business in yeah. uh, uh Edmondson County. Is that true? Yeah. Park City. Park City.
2: Yeah.
1: At the Maple.
2: The Maple Retreat. The Maple Retreat. Park Mammoth. Yeah.
1: I don't know if the rest of how many of our listeners remember Park Mammoth, but I do. And so I hadn't been there for a long time. And when I saw the, the new cabins that are there, uh, it's it's really outstanding. If, if you're in the Mammoth Cave area, it might be. I'd recommend staying there. I think you'd enjoy it.
2: Yeah. We hopefully we kept a little bit of nature there and brought modern comfort to it.
0: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. and you were saying that like some of this art, like you're you're gonna keep kind of cycling in new new artwork as well
2: yeah so you know when whenever somebody gets a piece and they take it with them um we make the donation delir comes in and fills in that empty space so it's it's constantly changing so and sometimes you know we'll have two or three pieces go a week and sometimes we won't have any go for a few months but we hope they all go to good homes you know and it could be a variety of reasons we used to have somebody from orchestra kentucky that used to stay with us quite a bit and she was changing homes, and I think she took two or three pieces. She was like, you know, these are going to be great in my house. So, and it's just if if they're getting a good home and they're supporting something, why not?
1: We during COVID we had an online auction, and you have hosted at least two board meetings. I know at Hotel Sync, that's been another way that you've um, helped us. You know, because we. We, we, our board meetings travel. We have four quarterly board meetings. And uh, of course, during COVID, they became virtual meetings, Zoom meetings. Now we have hybrid meetings. And we continue, we like, we'll have a a meeting in Bowling Green, or we may have a meeting in Louisville, or we may have a meeting in Murray. Uh, We've had them at Madisonville. We try to move it around the state since we are a statewide organization. And it also helps our board members uh, learn a little bit more about the different communities that we're serving.
2: I was very happy to go to the one in Madisonville. I mean, they, Toby did a great job of mm-hmm. presenting the artwork there and the exhibit space that they have in the lobby.
1: He did the uh, Performing Arts Center at the uh, community college there.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the making the, the, the whole kind of the goal and kind of theme like with, with the podcast, but with the organization generally is just making the arts accessible. So like what is, what is your hope for, you know, the, those encounters and, and making the arts available? Uh, for, for everybody
2: yeah i think i hope that they're able to expand those programs especially um the art, artist and registry is that the program
1: the artist registry re-
2: yeah mm-hmm. where they go out for multiple sessions to the schools to oh that is through. the
1: teaching artist roster and yeah. this is always a little confusing we have an artist registry mm-hmm. which are adult artists with disabilities and i believe we've had a, co- a few of those folks here mm-hmm. for the podcast yep. and uh, uh we also have roster artists and they are teaching artists that go into the schools
2: and they have those multi-day projects i mean obviously these schools have art teachers and everything but if you have a new artist come out there and do a new project and just show a different way of thinking or a different material or a different type of art to these kids it's it's we're only helping them think outside the box right Mm
1: -hmm. i think it helps them connect to the community and i think that's what we're doing through you through hotel Sync, and and uh, um you as a board member is it it's we're reaching out to the community members from all different places i mean um any good board has a variety of professionals in in their board and uh, um, you're a businessman and so you bring something unique to the board an outlook uh, and a uh, uh, perspective that uh, um is important. Yeah. Because we are, you know, we we our services are for our communities. i mm-hmm.
2: I'm very appreciative that you don't, you know, judge us by our art skills. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, wanting we've to got... figure out
2: if everybody on the board
0: is an artist and the answer is no. No, we've got
1: <laughs> lawyers, we have financial advisors, we have educators. Oh gosh, who it's, it's very diverse. It is.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do you think it's important to have such a diverse board?
1: Well, because they help me. I I reach out to them from time to time to get their advice on, you know, things. As a as a director of the organization, you know, do you think this is a good idea? How would you go about doing this? And uh, um, so they're, they're my advisors. Mm-hmm.
0: It's like having a lot of bosses.
1: It is, <laughs> it is. Of. That's what a board is. <laughs> They're my bosses.
0: That's great. So, what are, what are your, some of your hopes for the future of the organization? You talked a little bit about the kind of expanding the kind of uh, artist residency, like the the artist roster. Do you have any other any other kind of hopes for the organization as it grows into the future?
2: No, I'm, I hope they continue for a long, long time to do the good work they're doing and, you know, reaching out to both the adults with disabilities and the children with disabilities. I, I hope the Shakespeare behind bars makes a comeback. And, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there there might be certain portions of the community that are left out of certain things. And if if Arts for All can, you know, help those communities out, it's a great thing, mm-hmm. right? Whether... Because if if you don't try to bring people into the fold, you're just you know, you're not you're not helping anyone, right? Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you ever like when when the art is up and somebody's interested in it, or they ask questions, or they can even buy it um, to the benefit of Arts for All? Do do you ever get the opportunity, or do they ever ask like the kind of the backstory on the on the art or on Arts for All? Is that an opportunity to kind of have kind of a little pitch there that like yeah. when, when they're getting it.
2: It, it's actually very great because I think we um, promoted it ahead of time because right in front of the registration area there's a poster up that talks about we had to change it because originally when it was VSA is when we put it up and now it's arts for all Kentucky so it it has the arts for all Kentucky logo on there and it talks about their story and where these pictures came from and things like that and you know when we're there they're like well where'd this come from and I'm like well let me turn it around and it tells you know the date it was probably made um the age of the child and the professional artist that worked with them so yeah and and again you know people want to carry that story with them and be able to talk about it whether they take it back and hang it in their house or their grandchild's house or in their office they can tell a story with that too so if we don't take the time to tell them you know why is this such a unique piece they won't be able to share that with someone else and you know, brighten someone else's day. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm glad that story gets shared because that's just kind of my opinion about like visual art. Like the the best part of visual art is not the visual art; it's the how they got there. It's it's the behind the behind the brush, I guess, story, mm-hmm. um, or or brush or whatever tool. I'm not an artist of that <laughs> means either. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a digital digital artist Mm -hmm. but um yeah i I find that 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 nice like the backstory about like how how it got there so the back of each of them has the name of the i guess the artist they worked with and then like the participant and then like a date the kind of that sort of info on the back Mm -hmm.
1: the first name there's two names and the first name will always be the child's name and the second name is the name of the artist who partnered with that young artist or a student to create the piece together
0: that's awesome
2: some of the frames are really i mean you know they're all a variety of frames so some of them will be framed with just the picture some of them have the picture on top with a small vsa um, or Label. label and it's very nicely printed and um, I mean, the framing around it is even just so nice. I, I, I'm i not sure the proper trend of it. Uh, you
1: probably have a few of, of both. You probably have some of the VSA labels mm-hmm. and some of the Arts for All yeah. Kentucky labels.
2: Mm-hmm. But the, like, is inside framed is that label. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it just looks so beautiful when you look at it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Delaire doesn't just take the piece and... You know, leave it hanging there. I mean, they frame yeah, them dude, and everything.
0: Walk me through the life of the, that. So, like, the student and the artist finish up, and then how, how does it end up on on the wall at Hotel Sink?
1: Well, we want the students. We, we do try to present the uh, artwork created by the students and by the students and the adult artists in a way that looks professional uh, because sometimes their artwork isn't taken very seriously for one reason or another. But by putting it up on the wall, by putting it in a business, by putting it in a gallery, by giving it a nice frame, you're communicating to that child or to that individual what you're doing is important and it's special and it should be treated as such. And that's what we want them to take away from it. But it also brings it to the attention of the viewer the visitor their look at it differently too and say oh this is this is something that i enjoy looking at and is worthwhile and i think the work of the children especially their innocence and their energy and their creativity comes through because each piece is so individual you'll never see two pieces that look alike
0: mm-hmm. but you like do you handle like the framing and kind of the mat cutting yes. and all getting everything for the, ready for that?
1: Well, we do. I do take them to uh, you know to a framer mm-hmm. to do that part of it.
0: Gotcha. I was trying to do almost like a how it's made thing, mm-hmm. like behind the, okay, so it's done, and then like, where does it go behind the Well, the, the, so the ones up- that
1: are matted, we mm-hmm. have the the mats are cut, they're professionally cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, I create the labels, uh, you know, on my computer in my office, uh, and uh, um, usually they're, at first they're put into a plastic sleeve. This is for the traveling exhibit, because it, it's, there's a portfolio that travels around around the state. But then after that portfolio is returned, because we do this every year, and we, so we end up with a lot of artwork, we choose some of the best pieces and put those into frames. And those are the ones that y- you see at, uh, you know, on exhibit are usually the ones that are, oh, from years earlier, you know, that are actually framed.
0: Mm-hmm. So you're ending up with the best <laughs> framed up.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I think they're all the best, mm-hmm. but they're all unique to everyone's eye, right? Like maybe I have a favorite and somebody else has a different favorite, and that's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe it catches our eye for different reasons.
1: Or, yeah, or there's, you know, there's a different connection that reminds you of something. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you have a favorite that's like currently hanging up?
2: Uh, it is not currently hanging up, but early on um, when Dallaire brought all the pieces, um, before we expanded the hotel, we had it hanging in our office area. Um, it's, it's It kind of looks like octopuses or jellyfish. We're not sure, but it's very beautiful. And I think that's the one that we purchased there is my favorite. My children even have a favorite. There's one. It's still on the original poster, but it was some kind of paper mache. And I think it had um, maybe Hindi alphabet words on it where they or and there was one similar to that with um, maybe Japanese newspaper, um, and it was just like wow, somebody got really <laughs> creative. Mm-hmm. Like I think it was it was literally a dog face made with newspaper, you know, it just different parts of a newspaper, and it was like it was just very unique. Mm-hmm so
0: super creative
2: super creative and you Mm -hmm. just you look at it and you think about it and I mean if it makes your mind think in a different direction for the day what's wrong with that?